I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. It is so lovely to be in your ears today and you may hear in the background all of the birds around my house tonight are absolutely singing their little hearts out. So I really hope actually that my microphone is picking up some of that bird song for you. Um, it is The Australian bird song is something that I never get tired of hearing And so I hope that you're able to enjoy some of that while we talk today around decluttering, lunchboxes, getting ready for the new educational year. So it may be yourself, it may be you that's got a lunch bag that you need to think about what you're going to do with that, how you're going to organize it, what you need to declutter. Or as we talked about last uh, episode two days ago, that it might be about your little people. So it might be someone going to childcare or kinder or after school care or high school. So I want to talk to you around lunchboxes. I have vivid memories of the summer before Jessie started prep. So in Australia, that's the year that they start their first year of formal education in primary school. And I had such high pressure, put such high pressure on myself to buy the perfect lunchbox. I wanted a lunchbox that was sectional, but I wanted one that they he could be wrapper free so he didn't have any rubbish that went in the lunchbox. So muesli bar could go in without the wrapper, for instance. I wanted a lunchbox that he could easily open, that he would be able to fit easily in his school bag, that would section off all the different food groups. I wanted one that wasn't too heavy. I wanted one that would give him enough food but not too much food, would keep the food cool in the summer. I had all these expectations and I would estimate that I did probably maybe five hours overall of research. I remember speaking to my mum's group. I spoke to lots of friends about which lunchboxes their kids were using. There was this like really big built up, this was going to make or break my child's education over the type of lunchbox that I bought. 
what I ended up going with, um, if you're a Tupperware person, I went with their large, like their kind of school age marketed lunchbox that's just a flip lid and it's got lots of sections in it. Funnily enough, both boys ended up having lunchboxes like that and they lasted them the entirety of their primary school. So it was a pretty good investment, but I definitely think I put way too much pressure on myself to find the right lunchbox. Um, I was lucky that I don't, I didn't have boys who lost their lunchboxes. Drink bottles went a bit more walkie-walkie than lunchboxes. And part of the reason for that, I think, is that our primary school, the kids eat lunch in the classroom. So when I was at primary school, you'd take your lunchbox out into the playground, you'd sit, you'd eat your lunch, and then you'd run around with your mates. Um, I think often what would happen is those people that loved playing would neglect eating because they would prefer to play. And so I think probably that's why a lot of schools introduced having your lunch in the classroom. Um, But it is a lot of pressure to eat around other people. It's a lot of pressure to eat to a time limit. And so you do want to have a lunchbox that allows particularly your little people to be able to find what they need, make some healthy choices, being able to access their food without fiddling around and so when it comes to lunchboxes, there's a lot of things to consider. There's a lot of factors that come into play. And it's always, again, about that personal preference of your little person. So I want to talk to you about that today. I want to kind of relieve some of the pressure that there's a perfect lunchbox out there that you've got to acquire and that will make your child healthier and happy and smarter. That doesn't exist. But there's some good things to consider around decluttering and organizing of your lunchboxes. We're actually going to take our quick break a little early today. Let's go to the quick break and then I want to come back and share so many words of wisdom around lunchboxes. So I'll be back before you know it. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f? are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th Do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, we are back and I am excited about lunchboxes because I think that there's a real, um, there's a difference between a young person's lunchbox, so let's say a child versus a teenager, the way that they tend to eat their lunch, and then as adults, the way that we would say take lunch to work. When the kids were little, it was all about not having too many fiddly pieces. 
And so I found that one lunchbox and what we found works was a lid that doesn't detach because as soon as the lid detaches, it's much easier to lose it. And so the lunchboxes that open up and flip open are a really great idea for children so that there is just one thing. There's not a lid, there's not inserts, one thing, make it nice and easy. As they get older, they may find that having a lunchbox isn't cool. And I was really surprised when my kids got to high school that lunchboxes, in the, at least in their group of friends, was not a thing. You don't take a lunchbox to school. And so what they would do is they would take their food in little packets or they'd shove it in their pockets. Even, you know, a, a sandwich or a roll, a salad roll, they would take it out of their bag. Sometimes it would be in a snap lock bag or they would put it in a container in their bag, but they would just pull the food out, grab it, and off they went. And so what they needed in high school is very different to primary school. Um, and certainly now as an adult, I have an insulated lunch bag that I take when I go to work and I need to take my lunch. And I'm okay with lots of little containers because I'm a pretty responsible adult and I'm not leaving them everywhere. So what you need changes as you change seasons, as your ability changes, as you're more able to you know, manage little snap locks or you're more able to manage putting containers back in and nesting them inside, like that might be really tricky if you're a little kid. So I want you to have a think about when you're doing the gather and the declutter for your lunchboxes, what lunchboxes are you missing lids for? Don't close properly. The child just doesn't like, they're too tricky. And you can declutter those. Some of them will go in the bin. Some of them might get donated to charity if they're still in good condition. Maybe there's one there that you want to acquire and you think, okay, well, the kids didn't like that one but I could totally use that one. I know that I've worked with plenty of clients who have said, that's fine, kids. I bought you that beautiful $30 lunchbox. You're not going to use it. Well, I am. <laughs> so that might be an option for you too. I was talking to Jackie, one of our professional organizers about lunchboxes and drink bottles um, because she used to be a school teacher and she's a professional organizer and I knew she'd have some great ideas. And she was telling me that when her kids were little, they'd come home from school and they would get their lunchboxes out of their bags and whatever leftovers were in there, that was what became their after-school snack. And so there was no food wastage. You know, if there was carrot sticks and hummus left, that's what they had for afternoon tea. If there was half a sandwich and an apple left, that's what they had for afternoon tea. And so I really love that idea and I thought, yeah, like you can give the kids more than they need maybe if you don't have kids that will just eat out of obligation and that can be their afternoon tea when they get home. I know my kids would often save something for the walk home um, and they would be eating a muesli bar or some crackers on the way home. And that's actually part of, you know, getting older and learning how to, ra I don't know if rations the right word, but learning how to manage the quantity of food that you have and which order you're going to eat it in and all that type of thing. I um, definitely, definitely was not the mum that put in yogurts and dips and hummus and tzatziki and um, any I didn't put in anything that could liquefy and make a mess I was very much the sandwich the muesli bar and the piece of fruit mum and my kids were okay with that um, but if you are someone who does send yogurt or something like that just think about what the easiest way to give that to your child is can it just be in one of those squeegee pouches like maybe that's the best idea to make sure that they've got some dairy or maybe you can just cut up cheese you know like think about what your kid's going to eat we sometimes feel as parents 
that it's there's so much annoying content on social media and on Instagram around the start of the school year where everyone's posting like their incredible lunch boxes that they've made for their kids. They've got every food group and they've got colours and they've, you know, cut out shapes into sandwiches. Really, once your kids get to school, they are not comparing and thinking, oh, my gosh, my mum's better than your mum because my mum put a smiley face in my lunchbox or my mum did this. They're just there to eat. They're hungry. They want to eat. They want to get the food in and they want to get out and play. So even though you don't need my permission, you don't need to compare to every other mum. You want to put stuff in your kid's lunchbox that they're going to eat. That's really easy. You know, you may not want to cut up little carrot sticks to put in the lunchbox with hummus, but you may be the parent that shoves a whole carrot in their skin on whole carrot and the kid's happy to eat it that way. It's not a competition, but you can get creative. Like what is it? You know, maybe it's tiny little, what are they, are they called cherry tomatoes or baby tomatoes? Maybe you actually just need to pop some of those in or the little cucumbers that you can buy. What makes it easy for you to pack and order and think about and what makes it easy for the kids to consume and not be too fiddly? I remember when my kids um, started prep, I told them that congratulations, you're in prep, blah, blah, blah. Did you know that kids in primary school make their own lunches? They're like, oh, do they? I was like, they totally do and here's how to do it. So I've never made a school lunch My children are now in year nine and year 11, never once made a school lunch. Now, I've helped the kids make good choices or I've helped them, you know, I don't know what to eat. Okay, well, there is a wrap. Yes, there's no bread, but there's wraps. Could you make yourself a wrap? But I've never made it. And I think having some of that responsibility has helped them to more happily eat what's in there because they packed it themselves. So if in the morning they can pick between cucumbers and carrot and they pick cucumber, they're much more likely to eat it than me just putting in there what I think they should eat. So have a think about how you can engage your children in that process if they have capacity. Um, So for high schoolers, one of the tricks that might be helpful is just use snaplock bags. And snaplock bags can come home and be washed if you need to, or maybe it does have to be that cringe, I hate the waste, but this is the way that I can get good nutritious protein and, you know, sustenance into my teenagers rather than them not eating at all at all during the day, which is what um, we have faced if there's not some easy ways for them to eat. The last thing I want to talk to you about is what is the habit around the school lunch boxes or your lunch bag coming home? Where does it live? Does it get left in the school bag until after the dishes are done and then you're like, oh, that's so annoying. I've got to go get the lunch boxes and redo some dishes. One of the tricks that I think is a really great routine to get into is when kids walk in the door and they unpack their school bags, the lunch boxes go straight either on the bench, into the sink, into the dishwasher, whatever your family routine is around doing the dishes. Some people say, well, you don't really need to wash the lunchbox every day unless it's got, you know, something like a mandarin in there that the juice has gone. I just found it as the kids of the little and, and even now, we just do it every day. We just pull the lunchbox out, give it a quick wash, put it on the rack, and then in the morning the kids are ready to pack their lunches again. And so if your kids are into the habit of unpacking their bags, the lunchbox gets washed and then it's ready for the next day, there's no reason that you don't just have one lunchbox per child. So when you are looking at the declutter, 
do you maybe have one or two spare lunch boxes for the whole family so that if there is something forgotten or if it's left at school by accident, there's a backup lunch box that maybe you don't need three lunch boxes per person. Many families I go to do have three, four, five lunch boxes per person, and that's a lot to have in your cupboards. Whereas if you've just got one lunch box per person that is on rotation during the week, you, you actually don't need to store it because you're just washing and reusing it. So have a think about how many you need, what type of lunch box is going to work best for your kids, for your teens, for yourself. Do you need somewhere that's got sections or do you just want to have like a, a pail that you can put everything in and it's all in together? Do you want a lunchbox that you can put a whole apple in or are you happy that yourself or your child chops an apple before it goes in the lunchbox? I hope those things are helpful. Um, don't forget to label your children's lunchboxes as well. It doesn't hurt to label even your own lunchbox. If you're in an office or a workplace where there's other people that may come across yours and accidentally take it home, there's no shame in labeling a lunchbox as an adult. <laughs> you can just, you know, label it a bit more classy, just with a Sharpie. And um, labeling, labeling, labeling really helps, particularly in school age kids, so that they do come home and you're not forever buying new lunchboxes. I hope that's helpful. I'm enjoying talking about these returning to school things and uniforms and drink bottles and lunchboxes. I'd love to hear how you go. I'd love to hear if you found a lunchbox solution that works perfectly for your family. Uh, jump over to our Facebook community and share over there. I was going to share a review with you. Let me see if I can find it. Excuse the clicking while I see. I did file it so that I would remember to have a look at it. Here we go. All right, so this review is a five-star review from Farm Geek via Apple Podcasts in the US. It's a um, five-star review titled, Love This Podcast, So Glad It's Back. They say, Amy has the best advice. I got rid of at least 500 pills this morning looking for supplements I could take or toss. She's so motivating. I could listen to these podcasts for hours while decluttering. Oh, that is so, so lovely. I love that when there's an episode like the health supplements that we did right at the start of 2023, I love hearing that people are actually doing that decluttering while they're listening. Uh, and I also read out this other review, which is a five-star review, again, from the US, from Doreen and Heather. They say, I'm Looking forward to this next season of Amy's podcast and life. I've enjoyed bazillions of hours of Amy and Kirsty together, and I know I'm going to continue to listen to each of them as they shine in their own ways. Thank you, Dorian. It's so lovely to have you um, joining this new season of The Art of Decluttering. Please share today's episode with people if you think it will be helpful, and I look forward to being in your ears in another couple of days. Enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and... 
Enjoy the freedom.